0: I forgot how we start. Oh, <laughs> we normally just start. Welcome back. Yeah, that's it's it. It's been okay. a few weeks since we recorded, guys. <laughs> yeah. So uh, welcome back to Disaster Girls. Yeah, it truly does need to be a welcome back. Yeah, I, I, I blanked there. Have we even recorded since the new episodes? Since the episodes came on to...
2: uh episode five, I mm-hmm. think we Bella, recorded after five. the episodes debut. Oh, okay. Yeah, that that was the first one.
0: Yeah, and that was yeah, that was it. So right, so yeah, uh, welcome back to Disaster <laughs> Girls.
1: Uh, we're happy to have you here again with us today to discuss the disaster classic and cinema classic, really, with this amazing ensemble cast, The Poseidon Adventure from 1972.
0: Yes. Jordan, you want to talk to us about what uh, Poseidon Adventure is about?
1: The Poseidon Adventure is about a large, you know, like Titanic looking passenger ship. It Extremely has the big three smoke. Titanic-y. Yeah, very yeah. Titanic looking, big three smokestacks on it that are like black and red. Um it is en route on New Year's. We get we catch up with them on New Year's Eve and they are journeying from New York City to Athens, presumably Greece. They're going they're going abroad. Um and I think they're almost there because an earthquake off the coast of
0: Crete. I was so excited when I heard that there was an offshore earthquake, by the way. Yeah, I was like, oh, my God, yes,
1: we're layering disasters. Mm-hmm. Um, and so a, a huge tsunami uh, caused from the earthquake comes sweeping at the ship and the giant monstrous waves capsizes it. And then so we are with the surviving... Um, how many what is it, residents, patrons? What do you call somebody on a cruise? Passengers, passengers. Passengers on a cruise. Boaters. Yeah, the, the boaters, the souls on board. Oh, yes. As uh, they fight for survival. And we are treated to an incredible cast that includes Ernest Borgnine and Shelley Winters. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to forget some actors' names because I'm on the buttons. spot now. Yep, yep. And uh, Grandpa Joe yeah. from Willy Wonka. And uh, who else do we recognize? Now? Oh, Gene Hackman, Gene Hackman, yes. <laughs> Gene. Ha- I kind of have Gene Hackman blindness because I don't like him that much. I am so shocked by this revelation. And um, yeah, but Gene Hackman plays a very Gene Hackman, Gene Hackman authoritative preacher and uh, ship's captain Leslie Nielsen. Mm. Which him and Shelley Winters really stole probably the whole movie for me. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, and it, yeah, the, the fight for survival is they they have to go up. Yes, Which they is have to the go bottom up. The boat of up. is completely flipped over underwater. It's not like on its side. It is the the bottom is facing the sky, mm-hmm. and so they have to go from the top decks down to the bottom ones to hopefully get to the engine room where the uh, I guess the steel is thinnest yeah
0: the, the hull is only one inch thick
1: yeah one inch thick steel and uh, but it's it's a it's a wing and a prayer they're gonna travel through this whole ship and try and get to that spot and then just hope that they can get themselves out when they arrive at it
0: yep. And uh, so I guess let's get right into the reality index of it and talk about, I mean, we both, so this was a new one for both of us. None yeah. of us had seen this movie yeah. before. Yeah,
1: I had, I had really uh, not done my homework not seeing The Poseidon Adventure, despite yeah. it being as a classic. And I, I will open with a bone to pick, really, from, from the jump, which is that, why the fuck is this called The Poseidon Adventure? <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing. This is not an adventure. I mean, it, it is a calamity. Yeah. It is a nightmare, <laughs> but an adventure. I was like, I, I quickly understood what was going on, but so it was like quickly was disabused of the notion that there would be something adventurous about this. And I think that may be why I delight, delayed watching it because I would have for sure watched it if I was like, oh, it's going to be like towering Inferno on a boat. But instead I was like, oh, beside an adventure. That sounds more whimsical than I kind of feel like getting into nothing whimsical about it. no. It's it's sad. I cried. It's, it's a
0: brutal movie. Yeah, it yeah. is.
1: Like the 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 after the capsiz when the capsize is happening, people are the the ceiling of the ballroom where they're all cheering to to the new year and singing altlang sign, uh, it, it's turning upside down so the floor has now become the ceiling and it is pretty
0: savage watching everybody's bodies careen yeah through the frame. Although I did really enjoy imagining the scene where they had to be like, okay, Ernest Borgnine, esteemed <laughs> actor, <laughs> Ernest Borgnine, you need to fling yourself off screen while yelling. <laughs> I really enjoyed like watching and thinking because there's as far as I could tell, no stunt actors in this entire movie. <laughs> They made, I don't know why Gene Hackman kept acting after he did this, because I'd be like, I'm out, I'm done. He trapped me underneath a big metal sheet. I was really
1: impressed with how much Shelly Winters went for it. Yeah. Shelly Winters had like this is not the dawn of her career. Like she's she's an established actress at this point. She's she's an aging lady. Yeah. And as is Grandpa Joe.
0: They all had to just do it. Like there was an eight-year-old child, and like, so fun thing you're gonna do. You're gonna <laughs> swim underwater holding your breath, and we're gonna shoot all of it with your yeah. face. Yeah. Like that is, that is a lot of, of things that would not necessarily fly these days. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah,
1: labor laws have to have allowed for the specific conditions. Lax labor laws compared real, to today had to that was, that was allow the, for the conditions in which the Poseidon Adventure was
0: created. The Pi- Poseidon Adventure was definitely of the 1972 era <laughs> of, of being like, well, sure, you can just trap your actors underneath things and put them in a water tank for hours on end. Yeah. Why not? James Cameron's like, I did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: an inspiration really
0: <laughs> James Cameron wishes he could have done that to Shelley Winters I what I, I a thing I
1: did uh, I I um I'm not afraid of the water I'd like being in the water in controlled areas sure um I don't like go into the ocean or, like, really really past my waist I, I'm it's powerful. I don't need to screw with that. So I was really appreciating the scene setting. I really, I felt like they, they created a very palpable sense of anxiety about like the ship is tossing yeah. and it's huge, but it's off balance. Like the captain, captain Leslie Nielsen was doing a great job selling the peril in that intense monotone way that he can, which, you know, why he was cast an airplane yeah. to send up that very thing. And then like, and we're given a red herring. We're given a red herring of an evil corporate baron. I know who's like make it go faster, and you're like, oh, the ship's gonna rip apart. This is exactly what happened to the Titanic, yeah. and then the wave renders all of that obsolete. Actually, so like the fact of the ship being that off was, balance but going full speed and that being dangerous yeah, doesn't actually take matter. On more
0: water. We should have had more things to load it. It's like, well, that okay, but yeah. none of that matters. None this of it matters.
1: They wiped the whole slate clean. And
0: the they, flipped, they flipped, thing flipped the can, fucking ship over. The only thing I can think of is that they were doing, throwing all that in there for the real like nautical heads. <laughs> who, <laughs> maybe maybe the, mar- be- the maritime freaks who were like, well, this wouldn't happen if, you know, the ballast had been fully loaded and they had, right. then maybe they were doing that to like really cover all their bases. So no one could second guess it, but that's, a real deep dive there i did like though those like yeah there why not have just an evil corporate guy who gets taken out completely by the wave yeah the beginning
1: immediately and uh, tragically we we lose Captain Leslie Nielsen so that early on. And I was really hoping, I was really hoping he would be leading the charge to safety uh, throughout the movie. Well, but if,
0: if he had been, then Ernest Borgnine wouldn't have argued because you don't argue with that <laughs> voice. No, and I,
1: I would like to think, though, uh, maybe I don't have the faith in him to know that he would. I would like to think that Preacher Gene Hackman would have been like, "I'm going to respect the authority of the captain in this situation." No, he was. He was mad with power a bit. He, he oh yeah. Preacher yes. Gene Hackman, the rogue, the rogue preacher who begins the movie by uh, praising the clergy for, like, basically kicking him out yeah. of the cloth, like, taking the cloth away from him.
0: Did you also write down the quote that he self-describes I, 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 What I got down was
1: angry, rebellious, yes, critical, critical, a, a renegade. renegade.
0: Stripped and it's like- of most of my so-called clerical powers, but I'm still in business. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Mega church pastor. That's when I wrote down, Gene why Hackman. is Gene Hackman not the star of Righteous Gemstones? <laughs> because he sounded so pleased and thrilled with the fact that he was no longer in the church, but still somehow had power. And I was like, you, wow. Mm-hmm. That's very intense, Gene Hackman. That's a very... <laughs> yeah. And to me, he felt very Gene Hackman. I think oh, he's yeah. a natural heel. Yeah. I, 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 like, I kept waiting for him
1: to be the one to chicken out, like leading everybody to safety or do something terrible because it was like, well, obviously you're gonna betray these people out of your own self-interest, Gene Hackman. Mm. Like obviously there's gonna be the Lex Luthor in you is going to is going to come through. But no, he was a he was a reliable leader. Yeah. Even if a bit like, I think too too I mean, I get you have to like inspire people to move forward, but at the same time I was like, God, I guess people just really want a dictator. Yeah. Like, I, I appreciated, like, him and Ernest Borgnine, who was a, uh, at least a former police officer, got into it a lot. And, like, yeah, you kind of need to be strong with the personality, like, Officer Ernest Borgnine, because he needs to know who the alpha is in the situation. But he was also just, like, unnecessarily, like, being, like, provoking him. It was like, you're trying to create group unity. You need to stop fucking needling big, big Ernest Borgnine who could frankly flatten Oh, he would have
0: flattened him. It would have been great if he had just with his his meat paws just decked (laughs) him. But see, I had the opposite because I, maybe because I'm a sheep, I don't know, but I was, (laughs) every time that he was complaining, I was like, one, it is very kind of him to continue calling you Mr. Rogo. It is, yeah. Like, he kept the niceties going. He did. I would have been like, Rogo, get over here. <laughs> Cut the crap. He was like, complaining a lot. You're totally right. He was really complaining about him not being polite enough during this like life or death. Like, what do you do? You want him to to hand you up to the next step? Like, what are you <laughs> looking for here, man? He is being passably polite. I understand that. Like, when the ship tips over. Preacher Gene Hackman was really grabbing a lot of Mrs. Rogo. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. He was yeah. extremely Handfuls. Hand. Yes. Like there, every ounce of Mrs. Rogo was being held in place <laughs> yeah. by the preacher. And so, I again, get it. what we know to her, by that point, is that she
1: she is uh, her name is Linda, and she is a former uh, sex worker. She's a former prostitute. Yeah. Who married the police officer because he arrested her so many times to get her off the street to keep her safe until she eventually fell in love with him and they wed. Yeah. Um. And so it was like, wow. You're just gonna paw the sex worker. Like, is that the message here? That that these that she's just to be exploited. You got your hands all over like the boyfriend zone there. Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman. Preacher. Care.
0: Preacher. Gene Hackman. No wonder did not
1: you care. were like defrocked. Yeah. No. He. You was... renegade. <laughs> but I I did really appreciate. Uh. I did feel very seen, and I felt like it was very believable. At the very beginning when, um, because the boat is just like rocking yeah. so much and the doctor has to go see like two thirds of the people on board. Yeah. Because I have been seasick one time, twice. One time it would be like a comparable experience to that. And when Ernest Borgnine is like, oh, she's she can't just be seasick, she's dying. It's like, I get why you feel that way about her and you're really worried because seasickness is like dying. It's, really? it's like dying. It's horrifying. Oh I, I guess maybe hangovers are the same way where you feel just like trapped in your body and you're is sick and it, you're like, it's never going to end. And this is my life now. And I want to, I want to die. It's so awful. And I feel so shitty and nauseous. Like I'm, I'm told hangover, hangovers feel like being in like a prisoner of your own body. I've never experienced them, so I couldn't say.
2: Oh, my God. I've, like, so rarely do I meet someone who's never had a hangover. No, never I... drank
1: before. Never drank in my
0: life. You've
2: never drank?
0: No, not once. Wow! Yeah. I've,
2: I've never had a hangover, but I, I've definitely drank. You've
0: yeah. never I've, had I, a hangover. I actually don't. Th- I I'm kind of had one after my 30th birthday. We are an exciting trio wow. of people. <laughs> yeah. No, well, to me, it, in my defense, the reason I've never had a hangover is because when I get drunk enough to be in a situation where I'd have a hangover, mm-hmm. my body just is like, well, this is coming right out. <laughs> your your body, my body is as cautious I, as as you as your mind. Yeah, no, my my, my body is like my brain evacuate. my body's just like, "Oh no, you're you're poisoning yourself for recreational right. purposes." And then mm. I just go full on Linda Blair. I feel like you might have psychosomatically induced
1: this into yourself. That's oh, well, hilarious. yeah, because as
0: soon as I get drunk, one of my first thoughts is always like when I'm in a happy drunk place is always like, isn't it weird? how, like, one of the ways that we have fun is by just slowly poisoning our bodies. (laughs) And our form of fun is uh, our body's reaction to the poison. (laughs) Which is... Just like, that's where my brain goes as soon as I get drunk. And yep. I just, I'm like, fun at parties. I'm so fun at parties. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I am. See, it's I funny
2: because d- I don't have either. I've never thrown up from drinking. Really? And I've never had a wow. hangover. Wow. I Iron, are you Iron
0: constitution. What? D- are you sure you're drinking? Are you having yeah. like Mormon juice? <laughs> uh, yeah. It, it's,
2: it's all near beer. I, guess. It's all <laughs> <duels>. <laughs> uh, I just stay hydrated and I eat.
1: There oh, it is. Yeah,
0: well, see that, that? Those are my mistakes.
1: Well, since neither of us can speak to hangovers, apparently, um, I, I can speak to seasickness. Okay. I was stuck in the, in the lower deck of a ferry coming back from Victoria Island, British Columbia, going back to the mainland, and a storm hit. So the trip that took 30 minutes one way took an hour and a half on the way back, and you, it's the worst place to be when the boat is being thrown about is down inside of it. Like, okay. It's the fucking worst place to be. And you feel it the most, there's no air. But I I was so, I was staring out the tiny, you know, boat window. Yeah, the tiny (laughs) (laughs) fucking circle. And just trying to like lock on the horizon and I was so I felt so horrible like I couldn't get to the stairs that were like five steps away because I was like if I move it's over if I, if I move I'm gonna get I'm gonna vomit all over this lower deck area mm-hmm. and so I finally had to fling myself at the stairs at one point and crawl up to them into the driving rain and wind to just stand out in it to feel <laughs> like a person again before that and it, it 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 changed the game but being down in there and feeling sick and yeah. like seeing her in that bed when she's like she looks like she's just ready to turn it on she's like she's like I think she's was like just kill me i was like yeah i've been there that is a hundred percent real i am with her that felt like a really honest depiction of seasickness to me which is really important as somebody who has been in that hell before
2: that is really important i think something that's equally important is that we not move on from boat windows
0: so fast (laughs) yeah no she called
1: them the boat windows yeah are they all portholes yes every one of them is called great porthole
2: I just really like boat window. No, like, boat I, windows I like is an adorable to way to describe it. And
0: Linda didn't yeah. even have a boat window. She didn't have a boat window. <laughs> she just, she had nothing to. There look were out no at. there were no boat windows in that whole thing. If no, you think about it, there that's were not.
1: true. Not not no, even in they the, did not. They
0: were like we, we are going to put feels, all our expenses
1: directly into this boat. Maybe that capsizing. was an unreality thing because in the it feels like in the ballroom area there would have been windows. somewhere. Nobody was ever in an area of the boat where, like, they could look out only the bridge where we saw the captain. Like, Well, to be fair, wow. if there had been
0: windows, the boat windows would have been smashed in by the big wave. It's true. I mean, yeah,
1: like, it, it does feel like yeah. a work, but, like, is that then, did that then happen because it was a workaround or because that was true to boat architecture?
0: I think it must have been boat, like, I think that it's probably, it was just, like, easier. Okay. It must have been. <clears throat> That's the only thing I can think. You don't have a ballroom. You don't design a ballroom to have... No, no windows? Do you? There's I'd also be, just. God, the, I hope not.
2: There's also the possibility that like there were no boat windows because then they would have had to have ocean scenery behind. Right, I'm
0: that. Like as think, said that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that like it was just they were saving they were saving some money from yeah. like the fact that the capsizing effects, which granted were probably like the size of a you know a one-eighth model but yeah
2: <laughs> either way like though. putting
0: that in the bathtub and then making yeah. explosions happen were probably very expensive and it's not like they could lot... just
2: use like the standard matte background like
0: yeah they yeah. would have had to like well,
1: well even when they, and they, they only see you only see the wave through like through the the like the telescope, yeah. So they they definitely did a really good job being creative, like with the establishing shots of the boat. It was like wow, they made that look really great for a toy, yeah. And then once we what the the only other time we see the outside of the boat, it is just a section of its of its undercarriage, I guess, yeah. its hull. And then it's like, oh, we're gonna get out of here. Like, don't please don't pay much attention to that. And they I think they just keep replaying the boat. The explosions. Same three boat explosions in the smokestacks over very, and over very again throughout possible. the movie.
0: Which I wondering, I don't know why things kept exploding, but Right. Like they're getting wet. I feel like <laughs> that, they don't they don't maybe they explode. I don't know. I don't know <clears throat> I don't know how boat architecture works or boat boat logistics. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, it's that was sort of iffy. But I mean I'll go with it. In retrospect though, like The practical effects, the amount of water that they had to flood that ballroom with was intense. Yeah. Like that's a big scene. That's 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 a big scene to do. Yeah,
1: that that felt that that did feel like wow. I wish I kind of I wish I could have seen that sound stage. And I guess that probably goes with the windows too. It's like, look, how do we make this as contained as like? Yeah, what are as few bells and whistles as possible that we can put on this thing here? Yeah, because we need to have contained boxes of sets that we're gonna fill with water, and that we need them to fill with water quickly.
0: I really want to be have been in the room when they figured out that they should have a big fake tinsel Christmas tree. <laughs> I so I'm like that is when they and then when they use as a ladder i'm like okay i get how they got there i want to figure out how they worked backward from like okay we need them to get up to that level mm-hmm. yep. what do they climb up yeah big fake tinsel christmas tree yeah Done. In, the, in the
1: ballroom once it flips over yeah they get they have to get to a different la- mm. they have to get to a different compartment by scaling something yeah to get up to the only exit point and they decide oh this giant steel apparently uh christmas tree skeleton this yeah. uh, that was a, a green tinsel christmas tree
0: yeah and uh, which like <clears throat> they had to to presumably custom make for the like, I just everything I want to know everything that went I want a deep dive <laughs> article about the Christmas tree that they used because I just want to like d- why did they decide to do tinsel and uh, why did they decide this to be a big green spot like that actually very much tracks to me in the sense that cruise it ships feel like are gaudy. The aesthetic at the time yeah, yeah. like it's a gaudy cruise ship but also like. I want to know more about the tinsel Christmas tree and like how did they create it and how did they decorate it and Mm -hmm. how they decide like the height of it and all Mm -hmm. these different things. I want to know everything about this Christmas tree. Um, I also want to know why they decided to set it around New Year's. Like I just want to know all the, the weird choices. I think choices. A, it
1: seems like a an important, uh, it seems like a great furniture item for a period piece like this is yeah. New Year's Eve. Yeah. Like The Shining, you have like the photo of New Year's Eve. The, oh, there's true, There's an event. There is an eventness around like mid-century celebrations of New Year's Eve I guess because they feel, were just like so excited they
0: got to another year. And it puts everybody
1: on the ship in the same place in finery at the same time, which are completely impractical clothing.
0: Well, in fairness, if you've ever been on a cruise ship, <laughs> they just Only have... Only when I was a teen. Oh, they just... Have, have evenings not. where they decide they're like we're gonna do tonight is like tuxedo night like, why <laughs> we are all trapped on a boat together why are we doing that like it is tuxedo night but everyone's been doing <laughs> nothing but for four days gorging themselves on food
1: <laughs> yeah no the concept of cruises make me very uncomfortable
0: oh like it, I, it's I, I think I love them for the same reason I love disaster movies which is like that I just love the mess of it it is a mess. It's just, it's, it's a spectacle in a way that uh, the best moment, just to get totally off topic here for a second, the best moment I think I can remember from the cruise that I went on (laughs) was, I believe on, on, on the tuxedo night, the formal formal night, uh, we were going to Alaska. Yeah. And, um, at the end of the meal was dessert. And from the center staircase descended like 20 waiters, each carrying a baked Alaska that was flaming while music played. I mean, that
1: feels like it's stri- ripped straight out of 1972. It
0: was so perfect. And then they paraded around the ballroom holding flaming baked Alaskas in like full tails. Oh my God. While this, like, I want to say it was like a Sousa song played. Like, <laughs> it's just like, it's the- like an orgy <commence> of, like of just perversion. Like, that was... I hate it. It was so... And I just, I was like, I just sat there the whole time. This look on my face this like Tom Haverford look of delight <laughs> the whole time. It's like, this is what I want in life because everyone else was so enchanted. Right. Like of it wasn't you just gotta that- be, you can't
1: go on this if you're not bought in.
0: Oh, they were, everyone was so delighted and enchanted by their flaming desserts. And I'm like, this is the best. <laughs> <laughs> I would have absolutely died if that cruise had flipped over. <laughs> well, instead because <laughs> I wasn't wearing practical shorts under any of my clothes. Right. Apparently
1: what we learned in this movie is that a realistic thing, apparently, uh, is around that time, like yeah. when when the the ballroom is filling up, and they're like, we're gonna stay and drown, and or we're gonna we're gonna try and, and leave and and mm-hmm. and save ourselves, is that when they start climbing up the Christmas tree? Preacher Gene Hackman very consistently is like telling all the women, "You can't climb in that. You can't climb in that dress. You got to take, gotta take the skirt off." Like I thought it was going to be a thing he'd say to one person, but he no, just kept it telling was every, every woman, every
0: single woman, and except except for <clears throat> Shelly Winters, he was like, "You can climb in that." Shelley right. Winters. I mean, it was hard enough to get Shelly. to climb the tree. Bell, I know. Bell Rosen, poor Bell Rosen, with Bell Bell her body Rose.
1: dysmorphia, with her be- body dysmorphia, who's not a fat woman at all. No, she and was a a husky. She was just healthy. She was a, a she was a healthy woman a member of like the New York City Women's Swim Association which
0: proudly wearing her medal for which I was surprised that yeah was, which that is was,
1: 40 years old easily
0: yeah. uh, champion with, swimmer champion swimmer and then her high like that was such a <laughs> on the, I, I had a brief moment I was like why would she do that and then I was like no that's that tracks you like as <laughs> if you're talking about consistency for like weird things that a Jewish woman would do I was like yeah holding on to this one achievement for 40 years <laughs> And then trotting it out at any given opportunity. That right. I'm I'm on board now. Thank no, you, Bell yeah, Rosen. You said you said this
1: before we started that the name Bell
0: not uh, not Jewish
1: not Jewish. Um, how how did the rest of her performance square with being?
0: Oh, well, I want to go back to the shorts before we get okay, on. Yeah, that and then yeah. I, then we got a really deep dive. I got to give the 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 authenticity as yeah as a yeah because yeah what we
1: learn is that uh, women wore full pairs of like functional shorts that which the outfit was super
0: cute. Susan's it was. outfit. I was like, damn. So, yeah, I,
1: Susan, the the probably the youngest woman in the group. She's mm-hmm. probably early. 20 20s maybe late teens and her and her brother Robin are traveling solo I think maybe to meet their
0: parents to meet their, pa- their terrible their, parents their unloving
1: parents yeah. who, have, who don't seem to care for them much at all
0: no they um, send them on a death trap yeah they knew yeah and she they did. so Susan
1: like takes off her t- to my surprise takes off her formal skirt and underneath just has like hip shorts on matching matching shorts yeah the yeah. great shorts and then the Linda the uh wife for, of former or, sex worker former sex, work- sex worker off of uh officer Borgnine's wife uh, she's like I'm not wearing anything under here and Gene Ackman's like nothing and she's like well except panties what more do you need and honestly what more do you need that what the a- hell else am I wearing under a dress and Ernest Borgnine's like I told you to put on more it's like Wait, this—I guess this is the standard that women wore outfits <laughs> under their dresses.
2: Yeah, Wasn't just, it? Because before, didn't they have all that all that mess, like all the crazy kind of ruffle shit? Like, that nobody was
0: like, going petticoat. Not, you weren't doing petticoats and, and ruffles and slips by seventy-two. Like, but <laughs> like, she was wearing a very Marilyn Monroe-like. Yeah, it was a very nineteen-fifties Marilyn Monroe. You do not you could not wear a bra with that no Jess. like no. that's just what it is yeah. she was everything that was where it was she couldn't wear a girdle yeah i bet you he wanted her to wear a girdle 100 percent. that's what it was that's what i told you you should have put something else on and bell rosen was wearing a girdle oh yes definitely i that well, bell should have taken off the girdle before she climbed up that tree <laughs> we should have gotten a scene of bell rosen getting rid of her girdle and just saying oh, i've been waiting to do this for years <laughs> that would have made me happy it uh, would it justice sh- for Belle's girdle. Yeah.
1: <laughs> for
0: Belle's self-esteem. Oh,
1: poor Belle. And and
0: Belle, Belle is married to
1: Manny Rosen. Yes. Oh. Who is Grandpa Joe. Grandpa Joe. Yeah. And Manny, not not the most not authentic the of names. Most, I mean, like. Hey, Bell and Manny, by the way, are headed to Israel to meet their grandchild for the first time.
0: Yeah. Which was really like, so that was interesting. Like, I mean, that was a lot to unpack there, too. <laughs> it seemed like it, honestly. Like, well, <sighs> Because I had a brief moment where I was like, "Are they survivors? But they wouldn't be mm. because they were too New Yorkish, right? Right. And it would have only been well, it would have been thirty years out, so they could mm-hmm. have been maybe. But they they were like probably in their sixties, so they would have been. And in she their was 30s. swimming at the New
1: York Women's Asso- Swim Association when she was years. seventeen. Yeah. So they weren't survivors, right? Right.
0: But you're their right. kids being in Israel, a it's lot of the weird, time right? would have been children of survivors at that yeah. point. That they would huh. have been. So I was actually almost like like,
2: people because clearly their parents would have. Immigrated to the U.S. Yeah
0: so, yeah. so the thing is, is that age wise, they fall right around, um, I would assume, right around where my great grandparents would have been. Okay. Um, maybe a little older. And so like 1960s, uh, yeah, like probably maybe like 10 years older, maybe. So they would have been early generational yeah. immigrants. Let's just say similar situation fleeing Russia sure. in 1917 around the around the um, World War One and more importantly around the revolution. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's what I'm assuming for mm. my headcanon cannon is, um, which yeah would put them right around where my great grandparents were. Ah. Um, but yeah. So at first I was like, are they survivors or not survivors though? Mm-hmm. Um, which. Made me feel a lot better because I was like, "Please don't let this survivors who then have to get out of a Holocaust
2: oh, boat." Oh god! Oh
1: no!
0: Like every like I don't want to watch Holocaust survivors try and survive like the stupid boat. But right, yeah. No. After everything, after everything, everything. it's the boat yeah. that's going to get them. Yeah. But so that was just a weird, interesting, like the fact they had to go to Israel to see their great right. Child. So I
1: guess they're maybe maybe just
0: their just their son or daughter,
1: uh, passionate,
2: decided to move, orthodox, yeah.
0: yeah, just decided to move to Israel,
1: Zionist, which, yeah, you know, just moving.
0: relocating. Real big gold in my ear fan, picked up, moved, went, Cool. <laughs> picked uh, up, moved, went. That would be kind
2: of like interesting though, just in terms of like second generation kids being like, yeah, 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 like In we get 72. It. Yeah, in 72 just being like, yeah, we get it. Like you went through a lot to get here, but we're gonna, we're gonna bounce. Yeah. Type thing. Like I feel like that huh. might have been uncommon for the time.
1: I don't know. I uh, What I a fascinating know. bit of texture yeah. as far as like yeah. c- the, because I feel like it squares up timeline yeah. with the, if they had like fled in World War One, So that does seem to match, a re- that does seem to err on the side of reality. Yeah. But
0: yeah, interesting.
1: Very. Uh, so yeah,
0: she would have, okay, if she was 17, 40 years ago. Right. So she would have come here. She would have been born in 1915. Okay. So actually, yeah. So, so she, she would be almost exactly, like she was like almost mm. exactly my grandfather's, my, my grandfather's age. we wow, really cracked wait, this really? case. <laughs> wait. <laughs> wow. Wait, really? Really? Maybe I did math wrong. No, I did math right. Huh. Okay. There we go. There we go. So yeah, she would have been like my grandfather's age. So what I'm glad that we've finally determined like, here is that, that these that these survivors,
1: Belle and Manny, the non the, and many, many were not survivors Holocaust having to survivors. go through. Yeah. Yes. Holocaust survivors that's, having to I go through this feel, again. Oh, thank God. Better about that. That's now. actually, that's, I'm really gra- like, glad to have that resolved.
0: Yeah, no, that's a relief. Cause I would, that would have been too, too much <laughs> yeah. for me. Um, but yeah, I did, I did like that. They were like, well, we're going to have a designated hot person. So, uh, Linda, you're yeah. doing this whole thing. Yeah. This whole time <laughs> in nothing but a men's shirt. Yeah. A, ma- a man's button down shirt yeah. and her
1: silver heels.
0: Yeah. Like no, nah, couldn't like rip the skirt hem or something like that. No, no, she just had to strip. <laughs> yeah. That's the solution. Okay, pervert Gene Hackman. Y- yeah, but like, like I said, th- inherent heel Gene Hackman. Yeah, no, he just the whole. He was like, "How can I use this to my advantage?" I know, <laughs> I know, I know. I think a key,
1: a key de- a key element, mm-hmm. overarching element of the ballroom is that we. It does feel. It does feel very real to kind of like how the split off would be because ultimately yeah. we really follow are like we're really following half dozen, six or eight, you know, people trying to survive. Yeah. Following preacher Gene Hackman trying to get to the hull of the boat to get out while the remainder of the people in the ballroom.
0: Are all like I'm far more? Yeah. Like
1: no, I'm staying because the purser, yeah, the purser, the purser of the boat who describes the boat as a hotel and himself okay. as the hotel manager, saying that he's more in charge than the captain. Yeah, he's telling everybody we will be rescued. Stay in your places. Don't go anywhere. You're and it's like great purser imitation. It's, it's like this is this this cabin is going to fill with water and you're yeah. all gonna die. And it does feel like the
0: larger split of people would actually be like, no, no help's gonna be here. Oh yeah, help's gonna be here. We're gonna stay. I 100 percent bought that. All of them are like, no, we're not gonna. To go climbing through like yeah you would sit th- sit there and be like well there's no conceivable way i'm gonna go climbing through this boat and go up yeah. and then try and cut my way out like no people will come and save us yeah. they know that we're here they know that we're here yeah i mean granted uh, like it's 72 uh, i mean i guess like titanic isn't in the cultural like now if i were on a boat i'd be like hell no i've seen titanic i'm finding a door And I think people, I I think too, people, maybe people had more faith in systems. I, oh my God. I mean, I think people had more faith in
1: systems in that time. Like, oh no, help, helps on the way. It helps on the way. That's protocol. So
0: in the new Poseidon, um, the purser is not the purser. I think he's like the captain, but Mm. he's played by Andre Brower oh so here's my thing if he told me to stay put yes i would 100 percent stay put oh yeah that piddly because ass purser in in the original no i'm absolutely like no shut not. up you don't know what you're doing like you're getting you're getting anxiety sweats like just sitting there. <laughs> yeah no. <laughs> no but if i have his deep like just silky voice telling yeah. me like no help will be here i'd be like yeah you're right absolutely. no that makes like, a big difference yeah no I would, so that, that, that was the thing that I was like, that's an interesting casting choice change. Was that you guys decided, because very little about the movie, I did a quick like read to see what it was, and very little about the new Poseidon stays the same. But in okay. this case, I was like, that is definitely an improvement. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, I think that's a great like era distinction too. Yeah. Like that sort of snooty authority figure yeah. on a posh cruise ship. That feels, like, very old-timey and that's, like, very, like, connected to status being, you know, taking a grand boat across the ocean. And they're listening to the money guy. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you would have, like, an annoying smarmy authority figure that people be like, oh I guess he's in charge. And now it's like we need somebody who's like Tommy Lee Jones or Andre Brower Yeah. To to instill in us the kind of oh. respect we need to follow them.
0: If Tommy Lee Jones told me like, oh the cabin's filling with water, that's fine. Just hold your breath. I'd be like, I'm holding yeah, my breath. I'm holding my breath. <laughs> that's it. I guess purser, I'm just gonna s- purser Tommy Lee Jones. It's- <laughs> <laughs>
1: purser is just too good of a oh my god it's too good of and a they thing all just say. kept
0: saying purser over and i'm like no one wants to call him anything else <laughs> yeah. like yeah, you purser, keep preacher, saying preacher like it, I, I like how they had they their, t- their, had their, their titles. titles yeah except that mr rogo was not like detective or officer rogo yeah it was mr rogo that is surprising actually yeah. i
1: did notice that and yeah. i kind of thought that was weird
0: uh but yeah it was the only other people so let's see we had him there was there were the hippies red. Bu- I was there were the hippies. Mm-hmm. I was going to say red buttons was not called haberdasher. Right, right. Yeah, which I definitely thought he was gay, and then they decided yeah. to pair him up with Noni, and yeah. I was like, really? Then that- they gave
1: him a, a daughter, basically. Well, yeah, except it was like weirder. Yeah, it
0: was everything about
1: Noni, Noni. was Noni was questioned. Yeah, <laughs> Noni Noni is a hippie who got on the ship with her brother. We're told at Gibraltar, mm-hmm. and they are buying their passage by singing. Songs of hippies. Singing,
0: "There's got to be a morning after," yeah, which is a be very. A morning after. Which by the way, I like, like, didn't this realize. Is horrible. I didn't realize it was written specifically for that. And when I saw at the it end is? of the trailer, yeah, at the end of oh the movie, I, they go through the credits and they're like, "Music and lyrics <laughs> for the song from the Poseidon Adventure." And I'm like, I can't wait to see what the song from the Poseidon Adventure is. How about you it's like we're on a boat and it's flipped upside down. Like I want to hear the song, and I look it up. I'm like, Oh, it's this. <laughs> <laughs> it's this garbage song. Cuz I've heard that play so many times. I've heard that play in
1: another movie yeah. as something that was like foreboding, like danger or something like yeah. it, there, it was a bit around it. And so wow. when I as soon as I heard it in this movie I was like This is where, oh my God, was that a riff on Poseidon Adventure? It must have been since it's the origin of the fucking song. the song from the Poseidon. They didn't even
0: (laughs) name it. They weren't even like, there's got to be a morning after wasn't the title of it. If you Google this, it is called originally in this, the song from the Poseidon Adventure. How lazy. Yeah. Especially (laughs) since the the only words that you remember, the one she says (laughs) over and over again. There's got to be, be a morning, morning up And she's gazing lovingly at her brother. So loving. I had just watched A Simple Favor, too. So oh at first I was like, well, I figured brother that they were fucker. like, yeah, I thought they were just like lovers. And I was like, oh, she's a brother fucker. <laughs> yeah. And the movie does nothing to disabuse us. No. Like no, no, she is cradling his dead body. Yep. And stroking
1: his, his face tenderly. And she's saying, oh, like, you know, and you know, it's a catastrophic moment of loss. But she's saying, like, I can't go on without him. I can't go on without him. And then. She's she like you know how disorganized I get without you and it's like they're clearly life companions yeah and then like throughout the movie she's uh, infuriatingly paralyzed with fear yeah to the point like to the detriment of the group at multiple instances if ever a broad needed to be smacked honestly when when it there was, were, that, there was, was a her. moment there yeah. was a moment where Susan yeah. Susan with her flashy shorts got smacked where I was like, you know what? Yeah, I'll allow it in this old timey movie convention where the woman gets slapped out of hysteria because Susan and Noni were liabilities. Oh yeah. And we'll get into that a little bit more later. But like, but I think where where the reality index lines up with this is definitely uh, not believable that the hippies were brother and sister. No, or, and and like, or that weird... they were or or that they were platonic. Like, they were either incestuous or the brother sister thing was a total yeah. ruse that they sold everybody. <laughs> These hippie grifters.
0: Yeah, I yeah. I also like, can you just get onto a boat and pay your passage by singing? <laughs> Lackluster songs? Is that how it worked in songs the sense? that nobody's, nobody's heard of because yeah, they it, didn't exist. It's songs because it's from the thing that happens to them. <laughs> 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 it really is. Oh my
1: God, they're soothsayers. Oh, God. They're seers. Hey. Is the, Noni is a seer she is of She's the visions. Cassandra.
0: That's why she's so hysterical the whole time. <laughs> oh. Yeah, no. I, I the term Cassandra just in endlessly amuses me. <laughs> sure, it's it even so, so, Greek
1: tragedies, hilarious. The the wonderful writer writer April Wolf said something recently on Twitter about like she's like man, be like tough. Like she described like Warren Buffett as like a financial Cassandra. Oh. <laughs> Lost it. <laughs> Imagine being a financial Cassandra. (laughs) I was like, shit, he is. What a burden. (laughs) And then in that, that wonderful trash Netflix show, The Society, the lead character who's like, at the beginning of the show, who's the only one with any good sense, who's like the only beacon of stability when all these kids are transported to a place you don't need to know about because you may or may not watch the society, but I'm definitely society hive. Uh that lead her name is fucking Cassandra. Oh. And she's the one being like, guys, we've gotta like make rules and standard control, otherwise this is what's gonna happen. It's like you named her. Yeah. Cassandra. <laughs> Incredible. Wow. It's too bad Noni wasn't Cassandra. I might have liked her better because no. it would have given her more resonance. <laughs> Maybe she really was Cassandra, though, and Noni was her fake name that she was running yeah, but she with was her con, man, with fake con brother, man, fake brother, sexual sure. partner. <laughs> yeah, her simple favor com- compatriot. Oh, my God. Comrade. Oh, man. Yeah.
0: Maybe they were communists.
1: They were definitely Ooh. communists. I mean, there, they, were hippies. Yeah. Yeah. they yeah. were hippies. They were, they in were, they were
0: hippies in 72 yeah. who super. didn't believe in money and decided to pay their way through songs. They were, <laughs> they were <laughs> super, super believable. The hippies would do that. Yeah.
1: Not super believable. The boat would be like, yeah, you're our vibe. Yeah. Fit our <laughs> new year's
0: party. Sure. Sing. Come and sing your one song yeah. at our new year's party. <laughs>
2: <laughs> your one mediocre Worst
0: college party ever <laughs> come sing your one bad acoustic song at our party <laughs> yeah thanks and Acres was so taken with her And I'm yeah like, oh, the Acres. haberdasher no 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 That Acres was the Irish guy oh right right, right. Who, who bites it who just falls off a ladder yeah yeah he um, gets it oh R. yeah R. R. the hobbled
1: the hobbled ship staff member yeah that was there that that didn't feel believable when they were like it looked like they were taking a ladder up a smokestack to get to a separate floor. It was like right. when they're like, Don't look down, don't look down it's like there's a pool of water ten feet below you. I mean I was hoping Honestly, for sharks. Uh, like i was like their hat like what like give me more danger in that yeah. pool because like noni liability that she is mm. gets up on the ladder and is like having a panic attack <laughs> and she can't and I, like i get you're afraid but like this is the spot in the journey where you're gonna lock up and you're not gonna be able to do anything i don't get moments in ladder uh, moments in movies when the ladder is a moment of peril where it makes it look like yeah and i'm not saying everybody's out climbing ladders normally but like but, when, like, when it makes it look like totally ladders are an act super Fucking hard to scale. Yeah, like it is a rope ladder. Like you are having to just with the strength of your sing, just your arms. But yeah. But like it's a ladder. What? Like I don't feel. like I was, when I am crawling yeah. up a ladder on a rare occasion that this is requiring so much strength. No. I'm like, I'm not gonna make it to the top. I was I mean, expecting it's honestly Mrs. Not Rosen strenuous. to be the one it's who had the issue in this
0: moment. Was I was expecting another Mrs. Rosen? Like I can't do it. The ladder will break under me. And instead, it's yeah. Noni just being like, I can't. Feet are hard. Yeah. And after, and Borgnine's like, You gotta go. And <laughs> Ernest
1: is right.
0: <laughs> Ernest was thrower so, in the drink, which, Ernest. This is after Acres has like way to make Akers death entirely about you. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Akers which I had to rewind like four times to figure out who had fallen in. Mm. Because he just kind of blurs by. And yeah. I was like, was that Haberdasher? Was that yeah. Acres?" At was this point, they're crawling a through a
1: ventilation shaft in one floor to reach the smokestack to get up yeah. to another level because they've run out of options for how they can ascend. But for doing this, the smokestack or the shaft they're in is filling with water and Akers, who has already sustained a leg injury. So you're like, hmm, he's a liability. I wonder if he'll make it careens down into the water. Just,
0: yeah. Like, red shirts hard. Yeah,
1: because <laughs> Ernest Borgnine goes after him and, like, it's not a it's not a tempest. It's not no, a fucking whirlpool. It, it should have
0: been a whirlpool. That
1: would have made it work. And yet, and yet, Acres falls in and it's like, t- tread water, Acres.
0: No. Okay, <laughs> come back up. So what we've learned from the water in all of this is that the water is somehow more difficult than regular water. Would be. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Let's, this like, is super water.
0: Like, this is unusual water. Because Gene a- <laughs> Hackman yeah. falls into it and is never seen again. Yeah. And yeah. it does... Uh,
2: it's got a vacuum straight to the center of the earth. Yeah, that yes. must be what it is. Yeah, yeah.
0: Like,
1: That's the adventure. <laughs> yeah.
2: That's the real adventure. The <laughs> adventure was off screen. adventure.
1: <laughs> yeah, Gene Hackman's character, he leads everybody yeah. through to the end. He's lost a few people the way, along the way. And he, in a final heroic act, like disengage it, like jumps, turns, jumps, jumps.
0: By the way, jumps, engages the jump properly yeah. and grabs,
1: grabs onto this, like grabs onto this, like duct. What is wheel. this? I, like valve. Gav- uh, valve. Yeah, he grabs yeah, yeah. the valve <laughs> wheel. Yeah. And there's hot steam pouring out at the only exit point they have to mm-hmm. get to the engine room to get to the thin point of the hole. And he is hanging on to this valve and he is just grabbing each rung and pulling it making it turn with only the weight of his body as hot steam is boiling the skin on his while hands.
2: saying little affirmations to himself yeah, yeah. while
0: yeah while, well, while while decrying god yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> while while doing maximum rebel preacher of saying yep. to god i didn't ask you for help but you didn't have to keep making it so damn hard yeah he's like he's saying. you didn't you didn't have to root for
1: us but you didn't have to root against us oh. And he and he sacrifices himself, and then like it's so undramatic. He's looking back at everybody right before he lets himself drop. His fingers slip, and then he just falls into a pool of water yeah. Yeah. that has fire on the surface of it, but is very like the rest of him is fine. Like, and he I'm ins- immediately is extinguished, presumably. Yeah, yeah. Like his burning hands are <laughs> like the only problem yeah. here. He could crawl back up to where he led everybody to safety Definitely. through so much peril,
0: and he just doesn't. He does. He just gives up. But he, I kept expecting to see him at the end. I kept expecting it to be like right as the helicopter takes off, and then like he climbs out, and then all, everyone's like, "Oh, he's here!" Yeah. But no, no, he just let it. Ha- Which also, like, I just, didn't believe.
1: I didn't believe that because of the resolve of that preacher. Yeah. There's no way he wouldn't have tried like flailing his way back to the surface.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, like not seeing him at all, like him struggling for yeah. air or getting burned or anything yeah. like yeah. that, is quite peculiar.
0: Yeah, I mean, Mrs. Rosen got a very. She managed to swim hold her breath for five to seven minutes, gets up and then has a full like Sanford and Sons grabs his chest, her chest heart attack with a death scene in which she then gives a whole, like explains the origins of the high necklace she's wearing. (laughs) She gets a whole thing and Preacher Jean just, Preacher Jean. Just dies. And, like, and... So surprising. And I...
1: I felt really... Like I didn't want... I didn't want... Uh, Belle Rosen to die. I didn't want Shelley no. Winters to die. I was heartbroken. Yeah. Every time she expressed... A sense of like body dysmorphia or unfounded self doubt throughout the movie, where she is just like ready to resign herself to death. Yeah, and dear sweet Manny, Grandpa Joe has to like comfort her and be like, "We're gonna make it out of here. We're gonna make it out of here." In that Grandpa Joe voice that you totally know from Willy Wonka, um, and she keeps ready to hang it up. She's she's ready to not try she? anymore. She's like, "I'm fat. I can't do this. I, I I can't get through that. Like you're, I'm a liability. Go without me. Tell her grandchild, I love, I love them." And then she gets her moment in the sun. Yeah, she Gene Hackman is trapped underwater he has to swim through the bulkhead to get from one part of like the like the series of shafts and catwalks. He has to swim through the bulkhead and get to either side to get to the engine room where they will they will find potential freedom. But he fall the sheet of metal falls underneath him when he's random trying to sheet of yeah, metal. random sheet of metal falls onto him. And she's been trying to convince people, let me go. I was a champion swimmer. And her husband's like, You were 17 at the time. And she's <laughs> like, I'm the only one qualified to do this. You all have been pulling me along this whole time. I want to be helpful. And i I was like just slowly weeping. Just like, look at her, look at the results all she's found look at the will to live she has yeah and then she swims like the champion she is saves gene hackman's ass pulls him to the other side of the bulkhead to where the engine room is and she says and just the cutest line she's like underwater i am a skinny lady <laughs>
0: oh my god when she said that and then has a fucking and she, heart attack and then she grabs her chest and you're like well no no that is just She deserves better than that. She deserved better. If she weren't swimming in a girdle, I bet she (laughs) would have (laughs) lived. That strain that that surely put on her body. Oh my God. I believed
1: that felt, I liked the slow burn of Shelly becoming, Shelly Winters becoming the hero.
0: I mean, she's the only character who had an arc.
1: Yeah, it's, that's very
0: true. Like she is the only character who truly went through it, who who went through a transformative arc. It was a believable arc. I Mm -hmm. like that. Like reality
1: index, like, yes. Okay. We had to take a savage loss, I guess really would rather it have been was it Sharon Susan
0: oh I mean yeah as I (laughs) like as I watched this movie I was like there's not a single person I want to see die in this movie and then Noni spoke and I was like except for you yeah and and Noni and me and Sharon Susan Susan Susan
1: Susan with the cute shorts yeah um she just became like increasingly unglued, yeah,
0: and codependent, very deeply dependent on, on codependent Pre- preacher Gene. on preacher Gene, <laughs> which that was weird. Like that was I, a, that was out of, an out of nowhere. He just was like, like, when did
1: it, that happen? It was, it was very much like the oh, this is the different. It, it, it felt very believable to me in that it made me very uncomfortable mm-hmm. with how handsy preacher Gene was getting with everyone because it was like a. Catholic priest. Oh, B- no, he was a preacher, not a priest. Pre- preacher. Okay. Okay. I was I was associating yeah. with like the very Catholic. Oh no, cloth. he was just wearing
0: a turtleneck.
1: Yeah, you're right. He had the turtleneck he on. He just was he was
0: just a, he was His just fellow
1: a... man of the cloth had yeah. like the, the, yeah, the thingy on the white the thing. chaplain. That yes. Yeah. And yeah. Okay. Chaplain, member boat member of the you know all the words member of the clergy. I believe in the inappropriateness here, and also like some super like Joe Bideny yeah affection. Like sure. like, like smell. When he was like strong. Stroking smell her hair. Her
0: stroking her. A f- lot of
1: smell her hair. Energy <laughs> <laughs> coming from preacher Gene. Like the way he snatched onto Linda's body like a little Monchichi, Yeah. and then. <laughs> <laughs> fucking susan is like i'm afraid without you and he like can't just comfort her he has to grab her whole face in his hands oh, and oh is god. like stroking the hair on the side of her i teeth. mean i thought he was like, gonna kiss her i did too i was like i, I have my notes if he kisses this girl <laughs> i'm gonna fucking lose it because she was because it would have been like oh my god this is gonna be like the t- the, the young woman just like mm-hmm. couldn't resist the authority of preacher gene
0: uh. i mean clear that did not had happen but it, it might as well have it might as well have happened in fairness i mean she very clearly has been neglected by her parents <laughs> yeah. so this was yeah. the father figure the father figure happening there, was, there. yeah when she's like at the beginning, her at the beginning of
1: the movie, her and her brother have a spat mm-hmm. because Robin doesn't want to go to church. She really wants to go to church. Well, I think we know why now. She wanted to go to church. Yeah, because she's in love with preacher Jean. She
0: which again, which he
1: would have done nothing to disabuse her. No,
0: of. no, no. He would have. He, he loved a, it. He absolutely would have loved having that sort of like idolized. Mm-hmm. You know moon-eyed teenager staring at him being like, tell me more about the Lord. (laughs) Jesus is a lie, child. (laughs) The only person you can trust is yourself. And me. Yeah, and me. (laughs) Well,
1: uh, Preacher Gene did tell us that, what was it? Where is it? It was basically, it was Uh, his drop-dead gorgeous moment of God wants winners, not quitters.
0: Yeah, that was... Preacher
1: Gene gave a Trumpian sermon to those gathered on the deck. Yeah,
0: that was not... I don't... I. Jesus I don't loves know where. Twitter. Yeah, I was. I was not aware in the Bible, except for maybe <laughs> yeah. like the book of Drop Dead Gorgeous. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Is this during the Nixon presidency? It like in the early part. So
0: it would have been seventy-one. It would have been after his reelection, right during yeah. It, his re-election. We would have yeah
2: yeah so yeah that makes that tracks. So
0: yeah. careening
1: towards Watergate. Yeah. yeah.
2: That's the totally
1: Watergate. <laughs> <Adventure>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Watergate was more of an adventure than the Poseidon. Yeah. Poseidon.
2: Well, honestly, the name Watergate is probably more apt for yeah, the movie yeah, than, than Poseidon. Yeah. Like, if it was the Watergate adventure, it would almost make more sense. <laughs>
0: yeah. But yeah, so, okay, believably creepy, creepy oh, preacher. totally bought Preacher Jean being creepy. Yeah. And I, and I also bought her being like, kind of weirdly into it. Yeah,
1: now that you say father figure, yeah. like, father issues as well, like, okay, yeah. yeah. But she didn't need to be screaming all the time. no. 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 Like, when they're getting like they make it they make it to the hull where they need to be they're like gonna get rescued like you know they're getting rescued you can hear people on the other side of the hole it's like oh my god safety like like rescue is here and ernest borgnine and the haberdasher are like pounding on the on the 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 top of the boat top of the bottom of the boat being like we're here we're here and as they are pounding to get people's attention she's screaming i can't take it anymore you <laughs> need to stop But it's like stop well, trying to get the help is here are, yeah you are Suze. at the end of this is this journey yeah my child like now you're good, really you're gonna have another breakdown now like it i just I, by the end it was like put Picture.
0: yeah which like, is unfortunate because her brother robin is the first child i've liked in any of these movies yeah mm. breaking like, the form yeah. oh my god i didn't i was fully prepared to be like robin sucks another child who i want to <laughs> see die skeptical at, at first for i sure. was so like watching him carry like be precocious about boats yeah and i was like no this kid yeah an important thing it, it, that felt that
1: felt super believable to oh, me yes the like precocious boat kid yeah <laughs> because I went to daycare growing up with a precocious uh train and bus kid oh, oh man. and he loved fucking loved. Yeah. TriMet the public transit system in Portland, Oregon Incredible. every year for his birthday mom would take him to Portland and they would ride his predetermined routes of buses oh my god that was birthday he that loved is Thomas a the train engine loved her child yeah. because you could not Jesus that is a terrible he now, did he
2: grow up to be a civil engineer? he
1: now wor- no he works for fucking TriMet <laughs> he drives buses like That's he, incredible. Yeah, no, That's he his dream. Followed yeah. the dream. Yeah, and oh, that, man. and he could have told you everything like a savant <sighs> about a trimet bus when he was eight or nine years old. So that this kid is like spouting off like well when this boat capsized it this like the name of this boat in this year it took 10 hours to sink that yeah. kid would 100% know those details he he was just surprisingly balanced yeah with being like an actually decent kid and not just like the really like nitpicky persnickety
0: like yeah. i'm going
1: to show off how i know how much i know all the time like he did he, he only deployed such- practical knowledge when necessary and was like excuse me sir but not in like a cloying way. But I do... I, a really well-behaved child. So little... When, we're, when we meet him, I just have to note that his introduction is in, is incredible, even though at the, the outset I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna like this kid. Because he comes flying through the bridge door like into Captain Leslie Nielsen because the boat throws him and suddenly he <laughs> just like tumbles through a door. I was yeah. like, "Oh no, we're going to have the slapstick annoying kid." Yeah. yeah. But he ended up he ended up writing his great. own ship very quickly.
0: And you know, and, and as what, you
1: said, a dear child. Oh,
0: what a good kid. I mean, when he so he says to Mrs. Rosen as they have to in ex, like I don't know why they had to pull everyone up why they couldn't all just like walk up the gangplank yeah. and then just kind of use the railings, but why people had to be hoisted? Yeah, there's like a, a point where they're ascending their the asc- ceiling Below, so the stairs are above them. Yeah. And so they're walking up the ceiling and the handrails for the ceiling are kind of above them. Yeah, yeah. And And Gene Hackman has no problem just like vaulting himself up. Right, yeah. But then he's like, everyone else must be hoisted. Um, what if he made this whole process just way more difficult than it needed to be? I totally believe that because he would be a
1: preacher, Gene skeptic on record. So I totally believe that. Um, What if there had just been a a service elevator? They could have gone up this entire (laughs) fucking time. Totally possible. And he was like, "Acres don't see anything." (laughs) Little kid, I'm gonna smack you if you tell them yeah. how we can get succinctly from here to the engine room.
0: No, they had to. They, so yeah, they had to. Yeah, they had, they to, had to like to, fashion to a hoist yes. and
1: pull everybody up this like a surface, almost
0: like a slide. So then, of course, when Miss It's Mrs. That's Rosen's like six turn. Feet. Yeah, and it's Mrs. Rosen's turn, and so of course, because we've got body dysmorphia, Rosen, and yeah. she's like, Oh no, I don't know if I can do this. You guys can't all pull me. Yeah, and poor sweet Robin's like, It's okay. My dad and I once ho- I once helped my dad hoist a 600 pound swordfish into Tuna. the boat. Tuna. Yeah. Into the boat. This happens. Several scenes pass. (laughs) Much like so much danger and trauma. Robin has at this point almost been swept away like things are happening they've Chaos traversed a, a cabin filled with
1: dead bodies yeah, that have singed oh, yeah around the corpses littered across the
0: small landscape and yet robin is still fixated on this comment he made yeah and he gets to the part oh right he hasn't been swept away yet. but yeah he's like really <laughs> focused on and he gets and he's like mrs rosen i want to apologize because poor but she robin- says i want to yeah yeah i want and he's she's like well what What for for? (laughs) because poor Robin apparently has severe anxiety (laughs) and has been doing what any child with severe anxiety would do which is obsess over their thoughts of the one time they misspoke and no one else has remembered since (laughs) and he has now through a life and death situation the whole time been like I accidentally called her a 600 pound tuna yeah I didn't think I didn't want you to think I was calling you that
1: and then of course because Bell Rosen is tremendous she's like that you're worried about that now (laughs) (laughs) and he goes well what else would I be worried about? It's like, it's true. You've not thought about a single other part of peril, yeah. the peril right now, because you've just been so worried that you offended Mrs. Rosen. Maybe
0: he called it the Poseidon adventure. Cause for him, it was the, adve- like this was an yeah. adventure. He had a great time. You're right. This is he the Tommy had-
1: Westfall snow globe situation. Yeah. Yeah. Like this was all the perspective of Robin. Robin
0: had a grand old time. You're he right. He had to go through all parts of the boat. Yep. Nothing was traumatizing for him. Nope. Nothing scared him. He, he didn't got to care. figure
2: out a very easy solution of get to the aft, uh, yeah. the yeah. aft part of the hole.
0: Yeah.
1: And he, like he, he and his sister made it out though Susan uh, would have swapped Susan's soul for bells honestly oh yeah Uh, but he didn't you know he didn't take a catastrophic personal loss like that Mm -hmm. Um, he I think Robin's really only gonna remember the good times oh yeah when he reflects on this as an adult when he is eventually a ship's captain himself or an an engineer
0: or an engineer yeah that grand old time that he was he was trying to get from the boat capsized, and it was such good time. So <laughs> yeah. much fun. It was swell, Mom. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, dear, I'm not listening to you. What, yeah. Robin? <laughs>
2: Never mind. Sorry, I was drinking and taking <laughs> yeah. some
1: I'm on my third martini at 10.30 a.m.
0: Oh. <laughs> Poor Aww. Robin. Mommy needs a drink. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Mama needs a juice,
1: Robin. <laughs>
0: oh god yeah no the uh robin was the only not terrible child i think we've seen so far which is good Mm. i'm i'm pleased that robin gets that we we
1: we haven't noted yet but it it, since it's so critical we probably should that linda uh officer borgnine's wife the former sex worker does not make it out of the boat no she She has maybe the worst death yeah she falls into a hard surface uh, dies on impact when they are feet from safety Yeah, and uh, her corpse burns Yeah, is as the, her husband looks on crying.
2: Is the lesson in her death that you never escape your past ever and you should be <laughs> punished for your sins I know, by the Catholic God?
0: I was wondering if if this was a punishment for, for sin. I mean, clearly not because Noni makes it out and she's a brother fucker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yep. like as Linda it's died true. I was just like no what about Noni <laughs> what about Noni <laughs> like why not her? the Tell haberdasher her. can do better yes the gay haberdasher could absolutely do better And every bachelor at haberdasher every
1: turn at every turn Noni is like oh this is a terrible situation and I'm afraid I can't move and save myself yeah we every, it's like so I so many
0: minutes of, of pep talks yeah. on her
1: but I, so I think that brings us to the end of our reality index.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. The, the only other thing I would say is uh, Mrs. Rosen, probably not Belle. Probably yeah. not named Belle. Oh, we probably touched on that already. It's been, uh, but I just, it really, that was a sticking point okay, for no, that's, me.
1: That's good to have. And Manny, not Manny.
0: Manny, well, me, me uh, probably not. Like what do you it say, was, Maury. Maury. I would say mm. Maury, Maury and Bertha, like that's really where those those names are. Mm. I did appreciate that the writers threw that in there, though, that they were like, "Well, let's represent our the Jews a little." Yeah. Maybe
1: they changed their names when they came over.
2: Ooh, they
0: might have. That's true. Ooh. That's well, but uh, yeah, possible. Okay, it's po- possible. Yeah. I, I
2: won't I I get into the, the particulars. Not changing the surname if they're trying. Well, to be Rosen, less no, Jewish.
0: Rosen's like probably a, a modification.
2: Oh, you think so? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I
0: would I would go with Rosen being a modification, and then Bell. But they wouldn't have been the ones that changed the names. It would have been it would have been their parents most likely mm. because they would have come over like, just
1: easier in school that way. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But, but, but anyway, going But So yes. I guess we go to what is this really, what about is now? this really
1: about? So I, I think you have a big finisher. Yeah. So however this works out, like you're, you can close the section, Thank but and I'm I'm sure, I, will,
0: I am so excited about this.
2: I'm sure we'll go over time. I feel like there's enough, there's stuff to cover. So don't, don't feel like you have to rush. It. Oh this no. This will just be a little bit of a long, no, I just, no, so, I know. I just
0: well, so the thing is, is I don't know about you, Jordan, but I don't have any fantasy casting. No, I don't, I don't either. Cool. Yeah. I keep this intact. Like I, yeah, I, I would, I would do whatever yeah, we're going fantasy cast, like whatever week. dark witchcraft. If, if, if a studio executives like a man, you got to make the Poseidon adventure. And I'm like, cool. So time machine or we're resurrecting corpses. Yeah. We <laughs> yeah,
1: Like those are the options. You were bringing back Shelly winners. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I will go with the first one being uh, about about the insidiousness of the patriarchy in our popular culture. Sure. Because uh, at least, well, one of the screenwriters whose name is Sterling Siliphant. Oh my God. Um, it was so co-written. Good. That's the only name I remember. But uh. it was a, this was a classic example of like, oh, it's, you, you wow! You hate women like the the hysteria of the women of the difficult women. Mm-hmm. Not Shelly Winters. That was a different kind of like you said. There was a character arc, but like Noni and but Susan were so. But I feel like Shelley so...
0: Winters was an inadvertent character arc. That was not not No, purpose. I think you're right. I think yeah. you're right
1: about that. But God, Noni and, Noni Susan. and Susan were so grating and just unbelievably paralyzed yeah. with fear to the point like the prolonged detriment that they were to the group it was like oh okay you're just gonna write this into like yeah Gene and Ernest are being difficult with one another but they're kind of always driving people forward they're dragging women along with them mm-hmm. who are throwing themselves into their in, into these men's arms being like I can't do it without you I feel like I my brother I can't go on without him like oh I can attach to you now gay haberdasher well you can literally pull my ass underwater as I hold my breath and we and we save ourselves. Like, she doesn't know how to swim. No, she doesn't know how to swim. And which you don't really have to swim in this case, honey. You no, just gotta you, walk you pull, along a rope. You pull the rope. That's yeah. it. You, the easiest possible situation. And it was just like, and you know, that, that classic like the woman in hysterics gets like the slap from the man to readjust her. That is just the same yeah. recycled thing we see in every like old movie that involves like a high level of conflict, like an intense level of conflict. Yeah. Just like, oh wow, yeah. It's those just little reminders that it's been ingrained for absolutely ever that men writing movies and TV think the absolute fucking worst of women.
0: I mean, Linda too. Like, Linda was nothing but abusive to Ernest Borgnine. Yeah, and like was, she was. I mean, he was. They did not have a great relationship in general, which was what? a bummer because, like, I, what I wanted to see from that was that his love for like. And he was, he was very sex positive about her. Like she, she was like, what do you
1: care about? Yeah. She expressed nerves at being in public up on the boat because she thought she recognized one of her former Johns, one of her former clients. And he was like, well, why do you care? So what if he recognizes you? He's like, and she's like, well, don't you care? And he's like, well, no, I wouldn't have married you if I didn't. So the non-slut shaming, the sex positivity coming off of Officer Ernest Borgnine was repaid with like her generally being kind of an asshole to him and calling Shelly Winters fat. Yeah. Like, when she got it, I was like, well, you call you called Belfat earlier. So I think you took the hit on this one, Linda. Like, maybe you're paying for your sins as a sex worker, and I don't agree with that. But I'm going to retcon this, and I'm going to say it's because you made fun of Shelley Winters.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm going with the fact that she made fun of Shelley Winters. So and yeah, like, and then she was a little mean to Ernest Borgnine, and, and like those two things. No. Yeah, and it, you know that's a
1: classic case. It's 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 the bitter it's the bitter medicine you swallow when you watch old movies. But so I, I Ernest I Borgnine
2: just, was just like a nice guy, well, you know, so who just thing, gets he, you know really repeatedly shit on by women, and that's how it is in real life. It's oh oh always god. the nice guys. Yeah. Oh no, I'm an edge Men's shit. rights now.
1: <laughs> Men's rights now. And so yeah, I'm gonna go you with. You want to go see the Joker? The, <laughs> oh my god everybody log off. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the in, in insidious ways in which the patriarchy works its way into our popular culture for my for my first one. Okay. I and then it. if you, I don't know how many, but it, like if I'll just toss out the second one of um, yeah. uh, anti-cop. Yeah. Because Ernest Borgnine's character is like huffy and like he complains, he bitches a lot to Preacher Gene. Yeah. yeah. Like in a way it's like, look, I get that you're like competing alphas right now, but like you're also just kind of bitching and you're being kind of a, a baby, a big, 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 broad, giant baby. Yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, but at the end, when he's extremely sad about Linda and he's basically giving up on life, uh, the haberdasher is like, What kind of cop were you? You finally <laughs> got a chance to do something good with your life and you're just gonna give up. And it was like, Whoa, we've made this man look unflattering and yeah. second to Creepy Brigadier Jean this entire movie. And now the gay haberdasher is going to be like I'm going to call you out for being a bad cop and maybe innately that's what cops are is bad so you have the one chance now to like de- redeem your whole life by doing something good and saving us and you're not going to do it. I was like, "Whoa. Did we just have like an anti-authority like declaration at the end of this movie?" It's all. It's very pro clergy for the most part, it, but, but it, it suddenly felt very hostile to law enforcement. It was
0: extremely hostile to law enforcement. It was not a flattering portrayal of law enforcement no. in the slightest. No, mm-hmm. which like was also was one of the things where I was like, is this like my being like a modern liberal just projecting <laughs> yeah. onto it? That, yeah. Like, oh, totally. That like the fact that you know, that off that officer Ernest Borgnine like needs to be just uh, get the approval and recognition. And like, he's not being polite enough to me. He's not deferring to me. And I'm like, is that, that is very cop-like, but is that very (laughs) cop-like because I'm projecting or is it very cop-like because that's just what like an asshole cop would be like on a boat if he lost, if he didn't have a position of power. Yeah. Like I fully expected if Ernest Borgnine, like if he had tried to shoot the boat (laughs) to solve the problem, (laughs) I, I wish he had punched preacher
1: it. Gene to solve the problem. Well,
0: that would have fixed. That would have. Uh, that wouldn't have fixed anything. It would have <laughs> at least been really satisfying. Yes, it would have. But I, I, then again, I kind of liked preacher Gene I and all know. his gross scuzziness. I'm, I'm I, not. I, enjoyed, I don't think
1: I'm the mainstream with my point of
2: view. Yeah,
0: no, I enjoyed preacher Gene. Ultimately, like he was scuzzy, <laughs> but I was in. I mm-hmm. was. I was in on dirtbag Gene. <laughs> Dirt, I, dirtbag beach preacher.
2: Can I air a grievance with Gene Hackman and also just old movies at large? Uh,
0: I just
1: did,
2: so. You, you did, and mine is much more, like, superficial. Uh, I feel like every movie made pre-1970 and every best acting award given was given on the basis of someone who could be really quiet and subdued for 80% of the movie and sure. then yell maniacally for the other 20%.
0: Sure, yeah, I buy that. You I mean th- someone who acted? I was like,
2: Hey everybody! We just had a technical issue. <laughs> that is uh, great. It didn't give me a low battery warning, and then it just died. All right. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Anyway, uh, Amanda, you had a you had a you had a point. Yeah,
1: yeah. You you. Uh, I've been dying to hear your perspective on what this movie, The Poseidon Adventure, is really about. So, <laughs> so
0: I am so excited about this. <laughs> uh, I think that The Poseidon Adventure mm-hmm. is an allegory about uh, false religions. Okay, and. The fact that there is no God. The the fact that there is no God. There is no God. I mean, we that don't. Is, that is the principle. That is the guiding principle behind this movie. I, I we don't see a redemptive
1: moment for God. No. After Gene Hackman, like is like you you're not here for us. Why are you making it harder for us? And then he dies. Yeah. We don't see a like. There isn't a moment from that where it's like, oh no, but the divine is real. Like his faith Jordan, is not then restored. You've he taken, dies. You've taken
0: the the red pill. <laughs> Oh my God! I've gone. You've I've in. gone, you've gone through. full Joker. You've yeah, got, you've gone in. You've, you see, but you understand now. Yeah. So let's go through this. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Poseidon, the old god. Right. They are trapped right. inside of the body of one of the ancient Greek gods. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That is what's destroying them. Mm-hmm, then. Mm-hmm. What happens? They're led by a defrocked preacher. Yes. Who takes them through. Everyone else the is following. The legitimate preacher who still has his, he stays by and, stays is, and behind dies. he stays by and dies. Yeah. Yeah. They climb up a Christmas tree, a pagan oh symbol. Oh my God, they really do. To escape. Uh-huh. Wow. They get out of the pagan symbol of the Christmas tree.
1: <laughs> and the pagan like Poseidon, like he is yeah. mounted within within the ballroom area where the Christmas tree sits as well.
0: Exactly. When they were walking through and those people are going to go to the, to the um, bow of the ship yep, and they're yep. all following like lambs. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. They're following another guy. Uh-huh. And again, he's leading them astray. Uh huh. And they're very, they're being very docile. They're very docile. Those were so, everybody walking was like, it was weird. It was the weirdest acting choice. There was no like concerned murmuring. Yeah. (laughs) There was nothing. And they all seemed to be like, it was just a very strange choice. So they're following a defrocked priest in the opposite direction. Uh huh. Who dies as the final sacrifice before the priest? Mary Magdalene. Oh my God, you're right. Yes. So the prostitute dies. The prostitute dies. Mary Magdalene dies. And then all that's left is this ragtag motley group. The preacher dies. Does not rise again. Does not rise again. After decrying and explicitly saying to God, like you were not here for us and you didn't have to root against us. Like, where are you? And then, at the end of all of this, and it finally... Oh, and also a Jewish woman dies, so we've got all of the... Oh, my God, yeah. We've got right? all of the different ones. A, a, a presumably Scottish, Roddy McDowell dies, yeah. so that's the Catholic dude is yeah. dies, too. So we've got all the... The only religion that's not being covered here is like a Muslim character, but that's not going to happen Yeah, in not 1972. in 1972, yeah. They all die, and then they get finally rescued, and the last line of the movie is the incredibly judgmental rescuers... <laughs> <laughs> Who, as they're hanging them out, say, did you save anyone else, anyone from the bow? (laughs) Which, like, one, excuse me, the boat was upside down. How is this their responsibility? (laughs) But also the idea that when you get to heaven, oh, you're supposed to have saved other souls. Oh, Oh, my God. Really? That's what you think? Like, Uh that's what you're going to get asked is, did you save other souls? And it's not not a boat rescue either. It's a helicopter rescue. It's a helicopter rescue. All mm. I'm saying is, this wow. entire movie is about how there is no God and religion is a lie.
2: <laughs> Holy shit!
0: You're right.
1: The you're <laughs> right. That's it. That's the text. It's the subtext. Yeah. It is the binding of the book with 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 all of that is within it. This this I feel like we're having like a Dairy Girls moment of yeah. like consciousness rising.
2: Amazing.
0: Wow. This is this is it. This is
1: yeah. It. I like it it like cuz the the boat it's going to go down uh-huh the the relic of Poseidon with the baking christmas tree and <laughs> all of the people of, of faith have died. Yeah. Like, cause they all stayed behind with the preacher that they, tr- or the,
0: the chaplain that they trusted. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. The, you're right. Yeah. They wow. stayed behind with the chaplain that they trusted. And they like a man of science, a doctor, I think was the one leading the yeah. weird, no, no murmuring, like dejected. <laughs> he just, he just doped them all up. Yeah, and then yeah. just
0: was like, we're all going to go to the bow now. And they're all like, sure. They tapped the
1: m- m- reserves of morphine and yeah. it was over. And yeah. So like every, like, I guess every authority figure besides like presumably like the, the the police officer, the representative of the secular state, yeah, the military state, makes it out. The yeah. Mary Magdalene thing. I mean, that's the real clincher. Thank you. <laughs> yeah,
0: Watching your eyes light up, as I said, Mary Magdalene was yep. like, I have, I realized this at like four o'clock today at work and getting through the last two hours of work and not explaining this to anybody because no one at work would understand this. <laughs> nope. No one at work's going to understand what's happening in my mind. Right, right. I was yelling about a simple favor and people like a couple of my coworkers were in on it. And then some people are just like, so it's is good. I'm like, I can't explain it. <laughs>
1: this a simple favor. Yeah. You know, I mean, if it hits, if a simple vapor hits you right, it's beyond explanation. It's what, just, I was like, it's, why it's good. It, 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 yeah. it, 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 chel- it changes you at a cellular level. Yeah.
0: Um, but, but the so bottom like, line is, you're right. The, yeah. This is about uh, God this is, is dead. About, this is about, there is no religion. God is dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think then with no fan casting, that is the note we will take this out on. So how many flaming and how many towering infernos are you going to give this one? 4.25. Ooh. Okay. 4.25. Uh, the hysterical women
1: kind of prevent it from going higher for me. Shelly Winters keeps it from going any lower. Yeah. I feel I, this is, it's a classic. It's a classic of cinema. This is an incredible ensemble cast. Um, I, the practical effects are extensive and really cool. And yeah. I felt frightened and claustrophobic when they're moving through these cabins and like I, my fear of water and my old fear of, of, tight spaces. Like it was like, oh, okay. This is, this is the exact kind of disaster for me. So no. Yeah. 4, 4.25.
0: Yeah. I would go 4.5. I didn't even think Great. about doing four and a quarter. I would have done 4.5. Like, lose half a point because of Noni. Mm-hmm. Fair. I, I just Yeah, entirely, she's factored into my like, downgrade. You could have cut her entirely from this movie, yeah. and it would have just been in exactly the same movie. And you can't say that about any of the other characters. You're right. You cannot remove any of the other characters wi- and still have a movie that every scene, s- that the scene serves its purpose. Yes. Except for Noni. I I mean like we would lose the the scene in the hair salon right where she randomly reminisces about her brother's hair yeah which I mean like which was a cool set piece to have the upside down hair salon I guess yeah that looked cool so did the upside down bathroom upside down bathroom was great yeah but we didn't need with the toilet paper roll hanging down like that was good yeah but yeah eh. Yeah, four point five, Noni, you screwed up yet another thing. You <laughs> kept it getting a perfect <laughs> five towering in Yeah, the,
1: the parting gift of Noni is that she brought down the rating.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And uh I I Oh sh- shouts out shouts out to to Shelley Winters.
1: Shouts out to to Belle Rosen.
0: Yeah, I will say also, um, this is timely because uh Linda from the Poseidon Venture, as of this recording mm-hmm. died like a week and a half ago oh no. yeah okay. so dedication yeah this goes out to uh our mary magdalene to stella was it stella stevens who died or maybe it was noni hold on oh well, she i don't remember it was one of them <laughs> anyway <gets> no dedication <laughs> noni gets their dedication i might feel kind of bad about it one of them died recently Um, and I had looked up earlier. Yeah. Noni died.
1: Oh, oh, well,
0: Noni sucks. (laughs) Sucks that your character sucked. Yeah. But, um, Carol Lindley. Okay. Carol Lindley. Carol Lindley. You were, here's to you. You had cheekbones. Yeah. Here's to you.
2: She was in blue denim.
1: Oh, and, and what, how many, how many towering infernos from you, Jason?
2: Oh man. Uh, for me, and this one's kind of tough because the world of um, a certain teenage witch was really demanding my attention while mm, I was watching the movie. As and so the teen it witches
1: tend to do. Mm.
2: Yeah, um, but I'd say uh, uh, for me, it's around the four. Okay, yeah, okay. Very okay. nice, very nice. Um, have we had the chance to uh, uh, shout out any reviews on the show yet? I don't believe we have.
0: I don't think that we have, and we really ought to because there's some really, really good ones that we should be getting to. Oh, thanks, people. Yeah, people have actually like written reviews and- it's really awesome of you guys to do that. It is really nice. If you haven't yet, please Thank you. Please do so. Um, because one, it will help us tremendously. And mm-hmm. then two, um, we we've fallen from our perfect five star. And I would really like to see that number be brought back yeah. up. Yeah, if
2: you're if you're s- for some reason listening to uh, this show and you're like a vindictive uh, son of a bitch. Well, he
0: didn't listen to this show. Let's be clear. <laughs> That's true, yeah. But let's if you're... Be, if- because <laughs> Nail... No, you're better off listening to nails scratching against a chalkboard. I will say many things about us that are detrimental. You and I have lovely voices, Jordan. Very lovely yeah. Voices. Oh no, I know
1: that's true. Yeah, I'm
0: like pets. I'm great for audio. Yeah. 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 No, we got that on. Maybe they're talking about you, Jordan. Jason. They're probably
2: talking about me. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, they. I, know, per- I think we probably all are.
0: have a nice dulcet tone. <laughs> we do. So should we go through some of my? Uh, let's see. We've got GJB five twelve.
2: Five stars.
0: Five stars. Volcano question mark? More like volcano. Yes. Love it. <laughs> Thank you. So yes. good. Love it. Love that. Um, let's he, see. He too cannot wait for Volcano Heist.
2: Oh, oh absolutely.
0: So wish that would... I'm going to write Volcano Heist. Yeah.
2: There's uh, Not a Scientist mm. who gave a, another five-star v- review. Uh, disaster Done Right. Smart, funny, and all-around good stuff. Startled a woman in front of me in line when I burst out laughing. Had her listen, and she laughed, too.
1: Look I at that. The podcast makes friends. Share the podcast in line with people you meet at Whole Foods, everybody. Yeah.
2: Please. Please, Please do. Yeah.
1: Um, let's
0: see. I've also done that
2: many the times with my,
0: with my own laugh, so I relate. <laughs> We've got um, the cheed. I So much fun. Uh, five stars. I'd listen to Amanda and Jordan talk about anything. They're so funny That's and absurd. I can talk
1: at length about M. everything.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, not because I like, oh, I'm a know it all, but just like, sure, let's get into it. Yeah. Like, basically, anytime before we start recording these podcasts, Jordan and I are supposed to sit and talk and break down what the episode's going to be. And Jason inevitably shows up and we are on an entirely different topic. <laughs>
2: yep.
0: <laughs> um, they're so funny and observant and find such joy in these movies. Mm. Can't wait to listen to them talk about the movies they choose next.
2: Hell yeah. Tell us yeah. what you want to hear. Yeah. Tell us what you
1: want to hear.
0: I've got one of my favorites here is uh, from Miss Emily Edwards who runs the really, really great uh, podcast Fuck Boys of Literature. Oh, cool. Which I love that podcast and um, it's, a, it's a fun one. Perfection in all caps is the <laughs> title. As a nut for disaster movies, this was the movie podcast I needed in my life. The hosts are hilarious and give just fire emoji commentary and <laughs> insights on each subject fire emoji pun intended
1: well this i think i think i think the god is dead summation is really for her yeah yeah that's the insights people show up for yeah that you yeah. disaster diva's out there
0: oh our desi- i can't wait for the disaster diva merch to roll out oh <laughs> yeah yeah gonna get some merch going soon guys i would presume at some point maybe sure. once once I we get a, a listenership tea.
2: Um, we've got a we've got a ton more reviews, but maybe next week we shout out a few yeah, more of them or something. Are we, are you don't want
0: me just keep reading off of a screen? Jason? I mean, honestly,
2: we could, we really could, just to like dust our shoulders off. i brag. this is,
0: this is making me feel tremendous. Let's save
1: it. Let's let's roll okay. it out over over course of a, a course of episodes.
0: Hey, Jordan, yeah. you know what's a thing that we should have done before Jason got here, but that we decide didn't? the movie? <laughs> yeah, it
2: occurred to me two seconds after hitting record, I was like, ah, oh, fuck, <laughs> we have to do that shit on mic again. <laughs> it um,
1: <laughs> seems like we should go maybe made for tv route again after yeah. such a high profile one yeah i like that idea
2: i'm um, am, am curious are we ever going to cover the movie towering inferno
1: yes definitely and okay. i have somebody who might be interested in talking
0: about that incredible one. yeah okay um, nope, that's an untitled spreadsheet that has nothing in it. <laughs> there we go. That's one that has names.
2: We I'm even... going to cut this down severely.
0: Great, good, thank you, Jason. We could do megalodon. Well, the Meg—that's not megalodon. That's different. Megalodon is different than the Meg.
1: If we, if we, if if creatures are, uh, I, we could do the new movie Boar, which mm. is available on uh, Shutter and Amazon. It is an Australian movie, as it would be about a giant wild boar terrorizing a wow. uh, small Australian community. It's actually pretty goddamn good. Okay. And it's like a horror comedy, but it's a giant boar. So I think that falls under our disaster. <laughs> yeah. Rubric, right? No, I'm in for that.
0: Okay. Do that?
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So okay. Uh, if, if, if a lot of that was cut, if all of that was cut, we just decided on uh, the boar, the yeah. Australian uh, film available on shutter and Amazon. Yes. Yeah. If
1: you would like, yeah. If you would like to prep your homework, it is the, it is a new movie. It uh, uh my favorite piece of casting in it is that the giant I think is Nathan Jones the giant large actor who played Rictus Erectus in Mad Max Fury Road. The oh, big Rictus bald is man, so good with uh the air tube going into his nose. Hell yeah. uh, He is in it as a loving uncle and wild man of the Australian outback. So that's it. a that's a fun cool. appearance of you know Rictus v Boar. <sighs>
2: That's so good. Rick, right. This was a highlight of Mad Max. Absolutely. For me.
1: Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> All right. So I've we've got it. So it's bore for Max. next week. You've never. What? Hey, neither Either of us of had them. seen
0: this classic, The Poseidon Adventure, until this week. I also recently thought that. Well, I thought that. Dune and Tremors was the same thing.
2: Whoa! Yeah, <laughs>
1: Tremors will be coming up with a very honored special guest. Yeah,
2: we're going yes. to force
1: to participate in yeah. But,
0: this. but yeah, but that, that, and that we can guest get, will
1: educate Amanda. We can
0: get into a discussion about that at a later. On date, the diagram, diagram of Dune and Borg. That was from a group group a group text where I was like, "Wait, they're Dune not Tremors. in the same universe." Oh I was God.
2: really confused. Yeah, wow. this is
1: the version of you swapping celebrity yeah. faces.
0: Yeah, it was a lot. Okay, anyway, guys. If um, you uh,
2: if you want to yell at Amanda about uh, Fury Road, where can they find you on Twitter?
0: Okay, you can find me on Amanda are tubs that's tubs with two b's mm-hmm. jordan where can they find you uh you can find me at Jor crew
1: where uh, a high likelihood i will be posting simple favor gifts <laughs> and <Had> also I- <laughs> probably at replying amanda which i encourage you to do the same with gifts of uh the many wives from mm,
0: mad max fury road
2: yes yes okay uh they can find me at uh, jason halftones on twitter and instagram
0: yep Remember guys, you can find the podcast where disaster underscore pod. Um please remember to rate and review. We will be shouting out next week more good reviews. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um that's it. Yeah, we'll see you next time for some boar
1: madness. Woof.
2: mightbecool.com You never know